I, sorry, not not to cut cut you off, but I just started chuckling. Uh, apparently, as of a few minutes ago, Joe Rogan has COVID nineteen. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. How much? How much DMT you think will save him? Oh God. <laughs> I, it's. I I try not to make light of it, especially given okay. my own family's Look, history with this hell virus, but. I mean, if, there's any, if there's anything I've learned from South Park's uh, September 11th episode, uh, in, fa- in face of in face of uh, negativity or just a bad situation, you got to learn how to laugh at it. I'm sure Rogan's mm-hmm. taking it in stride. I'm sure he's probably going to still continue to do his podcast behind a fucking sheet of plexiglass. That man is unstoppable. Um, or, you know, whether that be by choice or by... Uh, <sighs> personality that's that's neither here nor there oh but. geez I'm, I'm i'm reading more so this is a according to ktla5 rogan said he took quote all kinds of meds including monoclonal antibodies okay mm. ivermectin hmm. uh aka uh the horse paste um <laughs> z-pack and prednisone he also got an NAD drip and a vitamin drip three days in a row. Interesting. Uh, meanwhile, officials have been warning people not to use veterinary formulations of ivermectin to treat COVID-19, warning that the anti-parasite drug could lead to unintended negative health consequences. Uh, veterinary formulations intended for deworming in large animals such as horses, sheep, and cattle can be highly concentrated and result in overdoses when used by humans apparently rogan said he was feeling better wednesday i added the word apparently this is actually genius from both a scientific and a medicinal standpoint because think about how we conduct experiments on humans we rarely ever do usually it's animals that are the test subjects right but because science kind of walks that you know line of morality when it comes to what we can experiment on humans you know and where and when and how and why not so now it's humans experimenting on themselves and putting these things in their bodies all science and medicine has to do is just look in and see wow what a bad decision <laughs> yeah to put that in your body and then they can just record it yeah like People are already documenting their lives on the Internet anyway. So what like do you see all the remedies that at the height, maybe not at the height of COVID-19, but before the Delta variant, when people were having all of those home remedies, like if I can remember a few of them, it was like one of them was like silver solution. One of them was like um, like atrakine, which, by the way, God forbid you have a fucking open wound in your mouth and that's poisonous. (laughs) Um, there was like certain fruits, certain vegetables, certain like prophylactics. I don't, you know, well, and and it, then on top of that, you've yeah. got like, you know, resource resources, uh, more like misinformation basically saying, you know, oh, just eat a bunch of re- uh, reeds, just eat a bunch of beets and roots and herbs and fruit. And you're kind of like, okay, um, yeah, just eating healthy is not going to stop you because or it's not going to stop you from getting sick. You know, like, right. You could be the healthiest person on Earth and still catch a lethal virus. I mean, 
that that's 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 just what's happened historically speaking pre-covid so you know eating plenty of bananas and carrots is not gonna it's not gonna ward off covid So we actually have a Discord server for um, where we went to school. Now, I know we probably said it, what school we went to in the past, but for all intents and purposes, universities have like Discord servers or like Skype servers, or uh, I guess if you live in 2003, like TeamSpeak. Uh, Regardless of it all, uh, we live in the 21st century. We use Discord and we have some choice characters in that chat. And... I am no longer a part of it because I happened to say something uh, quite controversial. And it was actually in response to another comment that I stated to one of my friends, and I was making a joke. Um, So I stated, and I quote, it's almost as if art is transactional. And wouldn't you know it, (laughs) people started coming out of the woodwork defending how it isn't defending uh how i'm wrong how i'm uh, how i'm such a piece of shit and to which i aptly uh rebutted and said okay well then what does that make freelancers what does that make essentially all of prop 22 in the gig economy and in any creative sphere uh, of course they didn't want to hear it because you know what do i know as opposed to uh several 18 19 year olds who have nothing to do but be on discord all day <laughs> needless to say i'm no longer a part of that server and much like Twitter, my quality of life has skyrocketed. So <laughs> that was my night last night. You know, it's very hard to, especially nowadays, especially in the time that we live in. And I know this is going to sound very dated because I've said this already. And hopefully COVID doesn't last forever. But art as we know it is transactional. It, Hot take, maybe, but from what I've seen, you get paid to do a job. And whether that job is uh, creative or not creative, you know, we can't work for free. But apparently I'm wrong. I'm the biggest piece of shit known to man, so I just left that server. And, uh, yeah, thank God you never, thank God you were spared that. Because it it was a doozy last night. It's one of those things where... You can't please everyone, I understand, but at the same time, I've gone from the attitude of you can't please everyone to let's actively displease a lot of people (laughs) for the sake of just creating chaos. Because it's very abstract when you look at it as someone on a Discord server versus someone advocating something for Congress to pass, you know? But some mm. people just don't understand that. They think it's like it's their time to it's their time to speak in the uh, in the soapbox in Times Square. But mm-hmm. other than that, you know, gotta love gotta love differing opinions, I suppose. I didn't even mean what I said. It was just in response as a joke. But uh, apparently, people didn't think so. <laughs> well, as a I don't know what I would call him. Certainly. Maybe not an associate, but certainly someone I think we can empathize with once said, well, 
Lumberg borrowed my stapler but didn't bring it back, and now he says he doesn't know where it is. So, mm, uh, as as far as I'm concerned, it was stolen, and and it was the last swing line stapler. So so I'm gonna look in his office and 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 if it's not there, and I haven't received a paycheck either. So if I don't get paid this week, um 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 mm, well, I'm gonna set the building on fire. That's the last straw. <laughs> yeah, uh, man. that's. That's my Milton from Office Space. I did a script read where I got to play him, and let me tell you, my red swing line stapler, I never thought it would be as much of a relevant prop uh, as it was for that script read. Um, as for your situation, Sevi, uh, my God, man. What, what the <laughs> hell kind of chat was it? Oh, <laughs> hold on. Hold on a sec. Someone's calling. Uh-oh. Uh, hello, base department? Yeah, this is Seb. Yeah, our, all, all art is transactional. You haven't heard? Okay, great. All right, well, welcome back to Mars on Life, <laughs> where we're slowly delving into what makes people tick and then actively exploiting that to annoy people. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> sooner or later, this is just going to be like a, it's like going to the zoo. We're just going to showcase personalities and be like, <laughs> oh, man. Hey, you know what? We got to do something different after 80 episodes, which I should point out. Episode. We're finally in the territory that that we're, we're finally in a percentile that makes me calm to to get graded on a paper. 80 was the cutoff. <laughs> if I got 79, I'm I'm walking away crying. That was how <laughs> I was raised, you know, A's and B's and you know, uh, God help me if I ever got a high C. See that's just it. If I got a 79, I I was practically jumping for joy out of the classroom the same way uh, George Costanza does his little dance in Central Park uh, where he's like waving his arms in the air. I think this was around the time he was a hand model. I, I can't remember, mm-hmm. um, but, but I was I'd be thrilled because honestly, the stigma on getting a C plus was unreal and obviously this is this episode will not be a continuation of last week no. but uh when it came to high school it was kind of like if you got a c plus if you got a 79 percent you there met were the some, cutoff there were some, some teachers that 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 graded that as a b minus i remember that yeah oh that too yeah no that absolutely happened as well but uh, uh, there's something else i was going to mention as well is escaping me uh, well, while it escapes you, I actually have a perfect transition into this week's topic, because the other half of my story, aside from me being kicked out, is understanding what these people, what ideologies these people uh, were a part of upon my exodus from this uh, this group server. And mm-hmm. asking further, because I ended up meeting my friend in real life and we went to go get like some burgers or whatever um, after after the incident, the incident, the incident. Yeah, <laughs> the incident. You make it sound like twenty twenty. Make it sound like it was a bad moment in the bathroom. Yeah, really. Um, I learned that these people are like total, total Marxists, like to the end ends of the earth. And mm. I'm just like, oh, okay. So that's why they that's why they project so heavily. And it really kind of well, it fed into this topic because. Uh, Surprise, surprise, another interactive episode for special number 80. And 
it's it's not a quiz this time around per se. per se it's it's definitely akin to one's personality um because oh, it, yes. it judges uh, levels of character but today we're going to be playing the democratic socialism simulator um all you uh all you conservatives can 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 get mad in the comments i understand we're we don't tackle we don't tackle uh, both sides of the aisle in every single episode but i think we can look <laughs> we can look at this through a very uh subjective lens um i'm already looking at it through a lens of um ill corporate art style because <laughs> i'm kidding no i'm kidding um no this actually does it very well because yeah. artist oh god oh my god who is the artist for this we have to give him or her credit but anyway very quickly though before we get on to the main topic, one other thing I wanted to mention, too, that I finally came back to memory to all the conservative listeners out there that are probably thinking, oh, boy, I'm going to listen to an hour and a half of uh, Ryan explaining Marxism to Seb and Seb being like, this is impractical. Uh, <laughs> but, but why don't people understand that literally everything I do is in the air of comedic hyperbole? Like. I understand what's right and what's wrong. Of course, I'm putting on somewhat of a character for this show. I mean, I'm not saying I'm not saying that to be disingenuous, but it's like if we really wanted to conduct the podcast like this, we would. But there's a reason why we don't. It's because we don't want to be like NPR. We also had the option of doing this in the very beginning, and it kind of worked. And then a crazy little thing called COVID happened. Well, and, you know why uh, it kind of worked? You want to know why it kind of worked? Because we were recording in a fucking... I so don't give was... away our location! Uh, okay, well, literally, where else... How else would you get away with it? We're not going to record it outside. Obviously, there'd be too much noise. And we're, we're not going to be recording it face-to-face because of COVID. So where else are you going to find a secluded area for free, mind you? And, you know... True can rent out studios but no one's gonna know what library we were recording in fuck we could be recording in a library now uh spoiler we're not but are libraries even open they're not open i think they are are they but but they? i don't under i don't know what the circumstance every you know not all libraries are, are created equal so i'm not sure what the full scope is then again if it's Say it were a library that frequently has a lot of stu- students go through it, and there's a lot of study rooms for said students. You know, there's still that kind of irk factor of, well, you're hoping everybody's been vaccinated, and and theoretically it should be, they shouldn't be in that library if they're not vaccinated. But at the same time, th- again, there's still just that knee-jerk feeling. But the reason why I bring that up anyways is the fact that, you know, for all of our conservative listeners out there, uh, all two and a half of you, um, don't worry, because we got something just for you. Uh, if you wanted to check out our, uh, you know, we do a lot of voiceover technically. I mean, we're we're providing our voices for this show, obviously, but we've done a little bit of voiceover work, uh, more or less in the spirit of what Sebastian does on YouTube However, this time, uh, poking a little fun at a couple tweets issued by, I won't go so far as to say beloved, because that's uh, that's just not true. But uh, notable, noteworthy, notorious, if you will, 
uh, conservative journalists from the UK, Paul Joseph Watson and Peter Hitchens. Yeah, I, I've listened to it several times and I, I can't get enough of it. Um, God, it was so fun. And I, I we will be doing more like that, even if it's I doubt it'll be the two of them per se. But man, if the two of them go at it again on Twitter, I would love wait. to na- I would love to narrate the beef that Paul Joseph Watson had with Pierce Morgan. That was funny. I was I was oh. following that as it came out. And admittedly, yeah, PJW kind of like um, he was he was fucking ruthless. I mean, uh, like when I think of when I think of credible journalism, the last person I'm going to think about is Pierce Morgan. Sure. But it's like, dude, you know, when when you beat a dead horse, when you beat it into like a subatomic pile, when there's nothing left, it's just sort of like, eh, you know, you could you could stop beating on him, dude. I think he gets the point. Well, and, and to be fair, like. The same can definitely be said about Watson and, and Peter Hitchens. Right. I mean, they're with Watson. You've obviously got the Infowars connection, which in my eyes is enough of a red flag. And I've seen more than my fair share of Peter Hitchens predominantly debating his brother. Talk about a night and day difference. Like and, and I know I've mentioned this particular debate before, but there's one between the two of them where Peter just revels in his Toriness mm-hmm. and being that stiff upper lip Brit with that love of country and that idea that England, you know, he he makes, that's just it. Like all conservatives, there's that seed of truth in there, but then the rest of it is either lies or complete exaggerated insanity. And with Peter, he holds a lot of views that I would find agreeable, but then he turns around and says something dumb about social distancing and masking and he, he's basically become the very thing i despise in the covid era um you know but he also like refound god because he saw a painting and he he really i'll put it this way and i think i've explained him this way before christopher was part of the international socialists back in the uh i guess 60s and 70s Peter kind of followed suit. The problem with Peter, though, was that he was kind of like people that we know who uh, kind of took it as an act and used it to kind of prop themselves up. And the problem was he was so so gung-ho about being in the ditches over it, whereas Christopher was willing to be part of the upper echelons of English society and Bohemia that it worked for him. For Peter, it just made him look like, uh, you know, a, a, a used toothbrush. And so he somehow founded faith, distanced, distanced himself from, you know, the left and over the years has just gone completely in a in a weird direction. And it anything with him gives me a kick just because it's it's so ridiculous so wrong. But at the same time, you know that there's at least some degree of intelligence and and a lot of thinking unfortunately that doesn't always pay off but there's times where it's kind of like okay this guy's from good stock you know and i I say that of course being the the fan of his brother that i am but Mm -hmm. you know even even they had their rows and their falling out and then they kind of rekindled um before christopher had uh esophageal cancer and, and then subsequently passed but 
the idea that the two of them went at it was just something we couldn't miss. So please, listeners, uh, and, and really all listeners, not just our uh, two and a half, now probably just a half uh, <laughs> conservative listener, you know, go check it out. And um, I'm going to step away from for just a second and get a glass of water. So hold that thought and then we'll dive right into the game. Will do. Will do. I guess now that I have the viewers alone here, I mean, how are y'all doing? How's everyone's uh, Wednesday doing? You know, we're, we record these typically weekly, as you've probably guessed 80 times over. Um, yeah, no, it's a, it's a nice day. California's finally uh, cooling down. We're not living in the hellscape that we were living in. I mean, socially, we we still are, but uh, it's not acting like Arizona or the Sahara. <laughs> so, the Democratic Socialism Simulator, among other games, it is one of four games on my phone. I don't typically have games on my phone. At least I don't anymore, but... Made with the Unity engine? Oh, man, that takes me back. <laughs> oh, God. I heard that whole thing, and it was it was wonderful. Yeah, <laughs> nice. I mean, socially, we're, we're, we're just as messed up, especially when you've got a portion of the population calling themselves Eldorados. Um, <laughs> Eldorados, I should Make that abundantly clear. So that's a good pun. I like that. Uh, anyway, that'll that'll be for a future episode. <laughs> um, uh, all right. Going back into giving credit where credit is due, I could not find one name to attribute the Democratic Socialism game or Democratic Socialism Simulator game to, but we can attribute it to being made by the Unity Engine and La Mole Industries. Music by Jesse Styles. Too bad you can't hear any of it because <laughs> copyright. I'm going to probably butcher his name and I'm going to betray my Italian lineage. But uh, Paolo Petercini, Petercini. I'm going to go with Petercini because as a Mancini, uh, I know what Ellis Island has done to my people. Uh, <laughs> uh, all, all credit to... Uh, Paolo Peters, uh, Petercini, hopefully we're pronouncing that correctly. If not, find out later. So this is a rather fun game. It's very simple. It's very pretty in execution. And if we tap to start, we're actually given a dialogue uh, for individuals who haven't played the game before. And we're going to just do a brief run through. Um, we've both played the game, but for the sake of listeners who haven't or who want to play along with us, uh, we will do our best to uh, aptly explain it as well as the game is. So welcome to the Democratic Socialism Simulator. Would you like to take this quick tutorial, drag this card left or right to answer? So it's doing the Tinder thing. Oh, yeah. Swipe to the right. Great. So this machine simulates the challenges that a socialist or a social democratic government might face in the USA. Uh, I don't know what choices you have, but you get two choices throughout this game. Uh, one is either very liberal or conservative or very objective or subjective or authoritarian or libertarian, you know, what have you. The responses also, are all great, though. Or also just simple, rational yes and no. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, but these answers are either ill, why, or continue. Now, you may have something different, and that's probably going to be what this game is all about, is we have different questions for each. So if we want to go back and forth explaining what we have, uh, we'll do that. So another Another option could be like what we've done before, where one of us plays it, and then the other person plays it afterward. Okay. What do you think? Should we do? I, I'll let you go first, just because I'm. All right. Much. Like, I'll put it this way, and I'll put it in the, in the best terms I can think of. Uh, it's like Luke at the end of Return of the Jedi. Your your hate will make you powerful. Okay, great. So this machine simulates the challenges that a socialist. Are, oh, I already read that. Uh, I'm gonna go with continue. Mm-hmm. You play as the president of the United States and the coalition between him, her, or them. Living in the 21st century. Uh, I'm just going to put, am I many people? Yes, you are the given power of a whole governing body. It's just the way to streamline the user experience. Well, that's not mm. very democratic then. Yes, a oh, single-player <laughs> democracy in contradiction in terms. Are you willing to tolerate it? No. God damn it. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. It just, it just closes the app? <laughs> I never knew that. Oh, that's great. Okay, I'm sorry. I'll, I'll, I'll play. I'll play. So, so I'll, I'll, I'll continue and swipe yes. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this machine will offer you some... That's so funny. I never knew that... Okay, this machine will offer you semi-random proposals with two choices like this one. Okay, I get it. Some messages won't require any choice, just like this one, just swipe either way. So am I going first, mm-hmm. or are you? Um, I will let you go first very quickly before I let you start. I'll just kind of give listeners an idea that the previous quizzes that we've done has have been more in like a... You know, more of a traditional quiz slash survey format. Um, this is obviously very different, where it's almost like it's like any other app or game app that you play, where it's almost like you're playing on a mini control panel slash monitor. It's, you know, it's right. like like you get a little grid that shows you uh, a 3D grid. Or perspective grid, whatever. Here, yeah. Let, let me see if I let me see if I can explain it a little better. So oh, okay. we have here uh, certain nodes on the left hand side, which implement Congress control and the time to to next elections. They're very forgiving in terms of time, so we can explain it all. We have three bars off to the far right, which includes funding, socialist power, and I guess that's an elephant at the very end, which is like that. What is that? that? Um, what is that icon? That I I know the answer. I'm just I'm scrolling through the tutorial. Scrolling through the tutorial. Uh, I, you know what? Actually, we'll we'll play it. Oh, as we, oh wait a minute. I'm I'm just yeah. about there. Uh, the central bar represents the people's power right now. It's empty. That's the problem you're trying to solve. So ah. essentially, um, you've got one bar that indicates the, you know, the, basically the budget, the federal budget. The budget. The middle bar simulates uh. Basically, whether or not people feel like they have the power to yeah, it's like make a revolutionary. It's like revolutionary. Yeah, I mean, it's if anything, it's it's through the means of democratic socialism by kind of giving people the the kinds of you know left wing policies that would be favorable. Right. Um, and you know, the right bar. That one, I believe, has to do. Oh, the gray bar represents the greenhouse gas emissions in the USA. Your goal is to reduce oh. them to zero. That's interesting. That icon is not emblematic of that at all, but okay. Now see, I took that yeah. to be a cloud. Yeah, I well, see, I took like that a very to artistic be like, cloud. 
I took that to be like an elephant. Like you can kind of see the trunk and then the legs, but now no, that I, I see that it, too, it looks like yeah. the Lorax mustache. So a little bit. Um, now the grid in the middle, or should I say the bottom middle, is uh, is representative of certain interest groups. Now, yes, they are the oh, I can't remember off the top of the off the top of my head, but there's like pro-authoritarian, anti-authoritarian. Basically, you're going to be met with several questions, a lot of questions actually, uh, pertaining to certain socio socio-political issues and socio-economic issues. And depending on which way you swipe left or right, you are either going to deter or encourage people to come forward. Now, the more people forward, obviously, the more support you have, the more people back, uh, the more people don't like you or would not vote for you. So and and if you press on each individual kind of character on the grid it, it'll ah, say, you, you know, I'm a virtual voter and I'm glad to see some positive change. My top priorities are and then they'll, they'll give you yeah, two examples, civil rights, social justice, anti-racism, feminism, LGBT rights, environmentalism, cons conservation, sustainability. So you have people on both sides of the aisle that mm -hmm. you're trying to please. Obviously, you can't because for one person that goes forward, there's probably going to be people that go back. Sometimes mm -hmm. that's not the case, but we'll continue. The voters are positioned according to their approval. The closest ones will vote for you at the next election elections. OK, each virtual voter has two top priorities. A choice might alienate some voters and attract others. Drag left and right to preview the effects. Right here, I have all lives matter or black lives matter. <laughs> right off the gate, man. I mean. <laughs> so I'm not going to uh, to swipe it just yet, but I'm going to actually simulate what happens when you do. Obviously, you can't see it, but. Depending on which direction you swipe, they will either go. Um, if you do all lives matter, let's say you have like a little shield emoticon go forward towards you. I guess that's sort of like authoritarian. But if you do black lives matter, the authoritarian people move away from you and is replaced with a uh, uh, what's what is it? A scale like a juror scale. Yeah, uh, essentially supposed to represent equality. So. There is no right and wrong answer here, even though I guess the news may tell you to do so. It's it's a game. So I guess vote to your heart's content. Um, I'm just going to do one side. OK, so you can you can click on the individual voters to check on their top issues and their approval. Many policies require funding. The yellow bar indicates the current budget surplus. It can go negative, too. So you either have tax more or spend more. I'm just going to go off of pure emotion just to make this go quicker because um, it, it it's not a quick game. But for the sake of this episode, we have two people doing this this activity. Spend more. Who cares? Uh, the central bar represents people's power right now. If it's empty, that's the problem you are trying to solve. People's power. What? <laughs> Some radical reforms require a certain majority of Congress. You can gain or lose Congress support. As a president, you can only be reelected once. OK, that's it. More or less. Swipe left, right. Swipe left, swipe right, pave the road to socialism and such. Oh, and if you get it, if you don't get demoralized and you don't get demoralized, if you fail, it may just be a bug in the simulator of playing bad luck. Ready? <laughs> OK, congratulations. This is your first day as president. Have you chosen a theme for your inauguration speech? We'll do hope. So that pushed everyone forward. It was neutral enough. How would you like your inauguration ceremony to be? We'll do humble. Moving speech. Now we have to start working. So many proposals, so little time. 
for a swift transition to renewables, we need to create a new agency, a power marketing administration. I will just say for the record, these decisions are not emblematic of my own personal choices. I'm doing this probably out of air of comedy. But if you guys haven't already made that correlation already, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm doing things that I think would get a rise out of my co-host, as I'm well aware that he'd probably do the same for me. For a swift transition to renewables, we need to create a new agency, a power marketing administration, market solutions only. I don't know. Yo, let's establish a progressive tax on extreme wealth. It will only affect the 0.1% and raise trillions. Well, let's not punish success. <laughs> Look, some people deserve to be fired, and it should always be a just cause, federally mandated. All right, we're working on it. I'm going to drop a bipartisan bomb. Civil assets forfeiture, a.k.a. cops stealing shit. Let's be done with it. Uh, finally. Poor people on trial rely on public defenders. Guess what? They're underfunded, so folks end up with shitty pleas. Well... Crime doesn't really pay. This, <laughs> I already feel. I'm just, yeah, I'm just going off of just like, yeah, because the time limit is still going. The Supreme Court is still dominated by old conservatives and threatens to overturn your policies. Should we reform it? How? We can add two new seats to rebalance the Supreme Court. The Republicans turned it into a partisan body. Let's take it back. Uh, other ideas? We can limit the Supreme Court justice's tenure. Each president appoints two members, which replaces the most senior ones. So some of these choices, they actually go into deeper choices you can make. Mm -hmm. Maybe we should tax the middle class a bit more. And by middle class, I mean everybody. Let's – oh, if I, if I do tax everybody, the bar goes up, but everyone goes back. Fuck it. The sharing economy, man. We can reduce car use by letting Uber do their thing. If we're talking now, we're going to disrupt it. All <laughs> All that carbon in the air breaks my heart. You have, in, you have incentivized carbon sequestration with tax credits. It's not my revenues. Yo, is it time to tackle the housing crisis? Eh, too big. Later. Motion to cancel the student debt affecting millions of Americans. Ellipses. <laughs> I feel so bad. I mean, it's just a game, but, uh, you know, you got to do what's, you got to do, Yeah. Rampant I didn't know Mitt Romney was a socialist. I know, yeah, really. <laughs> Rampant inequality and automation are threatening our economy. I propose an elegant solutions, a UBI. Tell me more. A universal basic income, 1K for every adult citizen. This sounds very familiar. <laughs> this sounds like something that just didn't end up making it to, uh, to the drawing board. Uh, genius. We can require corporations to gradually transfer up to 10% of their shares into a fund controlled by the employees. Is that occupationally mandated? Like, do I have to enroll in a 401k and a Roth IRA? I mean, 10% is reasonable, but like, we really can't because, uh, I don't know. All right, 10% is reasonable. I shouldn't even tell you by this. I shouldn't even tell you this, but legalized pot. I'm going to go for are you high because I've never seen this response. <laughs> I think I've gotten that one before. Yeah. And, and the cool thing, too, is you get these little like animal avatars yeah, yeah, yeah. So the lobbyist is like a shark. Um, but it's so funny. Mining asteroids will make everybody rich. That's how the economy works, subsidized. Uh, mining asteroids. It's curious how tax audits for the rich have been steadily declining. What if we increase them? Well, that's not where the money is, though. Cash-strapped cities rely on fines and fees. They disproportionately target minorities and fuel mass incarcer incarceration. We can change that, or we need money. Well, we need money doesn't affect anyone on like the little bottom scale. Uh, we need we can change. All right, we can change that. 
I'm curious to see what happens if like you choose it, you choose a response that doesn't uh, affect like the population. Starting yeah, so- around, the, the constituents, the constituents are anxious. Will you push for Medicare for all? Health, yeah, or me don't care for all. <laughs> oh no, that was one of our main promises. Are we postponing the proposal? Yeah, later. <laughs> we have a rumint of Iran enriching uranium. New sanctions or new treaty? But eh, we'll do a treaty. Can we overturn the Muslim ban? It's kind of xenophobic, kind of un- unconstitutional. Let's overturn it. I'm notifying you that the Iraqi government is calling for all foreign troops to leave. They want us out. Well, we're withdrawing, son. Surely you are aware that leaving Iraq would jeopardize our presidents in the whole region. Withdraw. We've already fucking done it. We need to move from punishment to rehabilitation. More funding for inmates, training, health care, and education. Punish or rehabilitate? Let's rehabilitate. Should we keep building the wall on the Mexico border? We're like 13%. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. Uh, Well, I guess... Well, we already have a wall, so I guess stop. At your earliest convenience, here's the draft for the Pentagon budget. Nothing new, only needs a rubber stamp. Stamp. Infighting alert. A batch of leftist candidates are challenging our party incumbents. Don't endorse them. Unity or all endorse them? Uh, Unity, I guess. Let's provide a swift (laughs) pathway to citizenship for millions of undocumented immigrants in America. (laughs) Nope. (laughs) It just says no. All right, sounds reasonable. Your lovey-dovey immigration policies are quite unpopular. Can I help you find the right balance? Oh, okay. So go away or join the team. Russia is expanding its cyber warfare capacity. Permission to cyber upgrade or cyber operations. What? I'll break it down Barney style. They're messing with computers and we can <laughs> kick their ass on every front. Cyber defense, baby! Since we're on topics, Russia's been a bit mischievous lately. Can we make sure they don't hack our... Le- this is the fucking Cold War for here? The, the Cold War again? Can we make sure they don't hack our elections? Uh, debug democracy. Or it worked for us. <laughs> it worked for us. I gotta go with that. Cybersecurity, threat, or opportunity. Let's develop world-class solutions for corporate partners as well. Uh, I'm sold. Please, a comment about the blackface incident. I'm outraged or different times. Oh, well. Uh... <laughs> <That's funny. laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm truly outraged, Mr. New York. New Pork Times. I love the fucking puns here. Oh, the, the newspaper had uh, the, yeah. the names for the newspapers in this are. Oh, are the mm. polls are clear. We need a new pet in the White House. We're getting a cat. We've had too many dogs. Undocumented workers are exploited and often victim of retaliatory raids. We can implement protections. Do it now or no big deal. Uh, yeah, do it now. Uh, it's redistricting time. I guess we I, I was thinking, why don't we hire Jerry Salamander uh-huh, to redraw the electoral districts in our favor? Gerrymander everything. And that pushed everyone forward. I don't even understand. What are you going to wear to tomorrow's rally? A T-shirt or a suit? guess a suit rural america has been neglected by the democrats but there's a lot more we can do there uh okay farming's gotten a get bigger get out deal bust the monopolies and we'll all be merry see here's the thing (sighs) capitalism is all about competition it's all about a winner-take-all system now i'm not for monopolies by any stretch of the imagination but if you look at it on a p on on paper they are the winners 
whether or not you disagree with me or not, they're the one in power. And, you know, I'm sure people have gotten into countless Reddit threads about it. So the question is, are we going to break them up or hell nah? All right, well, let's 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 break them up, I guess. Question, why did you what did you mean by winning the class war classes in bourgeoisie or proletariat or style and fashion? Oh, geez. Uh, I, I don't know. Style and fashion, I guess. Let's deny more public uh. services to immigrants. We'd save taxpayer money and gently nudge them out. Too cruel or America first. Uh-oh. That's uh, that's interesting, man. Our Financial Stability Oversight Council detected an explosive growth of leverage lending <clears throat> and collateralized loan obligations. What? Banks are lending money to heavily indebted companies. The high-risk loans are are then packaged and resold. Very 2008. 2008? <laughs> I'm just playing dumb. A good year for indie music, but also the global financial crisis. Indie music? Los Camp- Campesinos, Vampire Weekend, Crystal Castles, a good year. Financial crisis? Oh, yes, we can tighten lending standards, but the risk of another financial meltdown is real. Either O capitalism or tighten. O capitalism. The midterm elections are upon us. I'm a bit nervous. You maintain the same number of seats in Congress. Oh, my, we've, main- we've maintained control of Congress. We'll be able to legislate as smoothly as we did so far. Okay. You seem a little stressed. You should pick up a sport and show people you're not all work and no play. Let's do basketball. Let's recognize non-binary identities. We add a third gender option in all government documents. Bold. Triggering or progressive? That's pretty progressive. Well, since there are more than three genders, we are now having a heated debate over the official label. Non-binary or queer? Well, it doesn't matter what I choose because the whole equality sector seems to be going back no matter which way. So I guess non-binary would work or it wouldn't work either way. I, too, support socialized health care, build more public veteran affairs hospitals, honor our bravest. I'd, I'd support that. Here's a green solution. Burn trash to make energy. Trash is the most renewable source. I feel that burn, man. <laughs> National parks are basically the only thing every American likes. Shall we bump their funding? Uh, we're bumping it. Ahem, asking for permissions to expand our operations in Yemen. Are we in Yemen? Affirmative. Moderately genocidal. Semi-secret war along with the Saudis. Oil reserves. Public doesn't care. Expand it's true. Or withdraw. Expand or withdraw. Well, we already withdrew out of Iraq, so. Have you thought about a gift to bring at the ambassador's swearing-in ceremony? An antique gun or a, or a pet eagle? What? I, I guess an antique gun is easier to get your hands on. It's like something out of Star Trek. The human race is doomed, but don't worry. The universe will go on without us. That was a <clears throat> choice. Motion to increase teacher salaries. Again, another choice that just doesn't matter what I choose. North Korea tested another ballistic missile. The country is engulfed with happiness, according to their state press. Uh, tweet a threat. <laughs> Wanted oh, God. for clearing some unexploded bombs in Laos. After all, you guys dropped them there. Eh, it wasn't my war. a carbon tax is a beautiful way to make polluters pay and incentivize a transition i love it while i guess some people may agree that it's too technocratic uh yeah i'd I'd like that Ooh, and it bumps up my funding a lot nice economy you have right there it'd be a shame if something happened to it is this a threat of course not but all these taxes and regulations are pissing off wall street you are playing with fire comrade uh noted 
Support for our presence in Afghanistan is near zero. Even conservative vets are advocating for withdrawal uh, and the endless war. We have an extravagant budget surplus. When the bar goes, <laughs> when the bar is full, the extra money goes to a, a new sovereign wealth fund, and it's used to buy shares in existing companies. Basically, we slowly and legalize socially, we slowly and legally socialize the means of production. Uh oh. Ooh, something, boy. something authoritarian's brewing. I can feel it. I feel mm-hmm. the animal fall. Straight up repeal all the right to work laws so we can have good union shops like in the good old times. Is it constitutional? Climate change is a threat multiplier for us. Instead of cutting the DOD budget, we can shift some funding. The DOD budget is fucking cut to shit. So nice try, man. Top secret, Israel is preparing to attack Gaza. It's a retaliation against Hamas's very tiny, very insul- insulting rocket. Dissuade or support? Hmm. Uh oh. Crossroads. Yeah, this country deserves a better internet infrastructure. Alas, tech corporations are too poor to invest in it. They're too poor to invest in it. Uh, All right, I guess I'll pay. That seems to make everyone like me. Hold on, if we're paying for it, we'd better support municipal internet networks, cheaper and better. It breaks my heart that most consumer bankruptcies are due to medical debt. Negotiate a settlement to pay it off. And we'll drop the debt. There's a lot of buzz around a startup that can teach former miners to code. Blam instant middle class. Too many programmers will teach teach them. Uh, well, I remember that whole learn to code fiasco when, uh, I guess, journalists were losing their jobs. I will say, though, that there are a, a hefty amount of programmers. Motion to ensure equitable funding to public schools. Okay, decommodify finance. We create a public payment system and make everyday digital transactions basically free. Either public PayPal or too hard. Well, we already disincentivized tech companies, so I guess we should just say too hard. We must keep the bad guys out of this country. Let's continue the border wall construction. Didn't I already answer this? Uh, Oh, but but saying yes makes more people like me, Mancini. I don't know. I don't know, man. The, the, the presidency, that's just it. Things come back to bite you in your presidency, yeah. as all 45 no, of them have proven. <laughs> no offense, but it would be nice if the commander-in-chief needed congressional approval to start new wars. No, I'm the chief. <laughs> that, was just, that was just me being a kid. Consumers okay, Captain buy, from Captain Phillips. Right. Consumers won't buy those wimpy electric cars unless you give them substantial grants. Uh, well, wealthy liberals will. Y'all got to support organic farming. Make it real and cheap, not just an uppity brand. Uh, Yeah, reach. We're going to stop recycling our plastic. We need to develop sustainable plastic alternatives like yesterday. Research fantastic plastic. Okay, do that. The National Defense Industrial Association would like to throw a gala in your honor. What? Why? To celebrate your commitment to private contractors. Outsource defense, small government, everybody is happy. Uh. well, in, Ran- in in Randall Graves' terminology, questioning about the Death Star, I guess pop the champagne. Six million convicted felons had their vote taken away. Disenfranchisement is morally unjustifiable. <laughs> oh no, wedge issue. <laughs> That's so mean. Uh, re-enfranchise. Uh, okay, the immigration courts have a long backlog of cases to process. Should we increase funding? Yes. You could establish a single-payer health plan. The government covers all the bills. Simpler, less wasteful, just lovely. No too radical. Oh, no, I didn't mean to choose that. Ah, oh, what the fuck? All right. If you don't want to hurt public insurers... Oh, it's not even loading now. What? 
If you don't want to hurt public private health insurers, you could introduce an affordable public insurance option. Okay, I didn't even see what that was. It just like chose it for me. A compassionate plan for the poor and destitute. We have nothing to fear. We have nothing to fear from the health care reform. Crisis on Wall Street. Markets plunge. Investors run to safety. Leverage lending and CLOs most likely culprit. Ah shit, I'm in debt. Fuck me. <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say, how's that lower corner uh, looking for you? Yeah, uh, I'm in the red. Uh, a handful of banks are solely responsible <laughs> for this financial crisis, but they're too big to fail. Bail them out. How's the? How are the carbon emissions and the, the people's power? Uh, yeah, literally haven't. They've moved a little bit, but not to the extent at which I would have, which I would have liked. Well, <laughs> this time we can take them over. Bank nationalization is rather is actually rather common. Uh, it's true. I want my debt to go down. E, we're officially in a deficit. It means that spending exceeds revenues. It makes me quite nervous. Now farmers can't even fix their own tractors without breaking law. Plain greed, if you ask me. Well, I guess you have the right to repair it. I get, I got radicalized at an, at an academic conference. It's time to open our borders. They exist only to protect our colonial privilege. Well, I don't want to be in debt, so I guess we can open the border. <laughs> I love sci-fi. Have you seen that Star Trek episode in which they have automatic voter registration? Uh, technically impossible, or let's do it. I kind of want to see what happens if I choose technically impossible. In Europe, they have collective contracts that set minimum standards across industries. Pretty cool, huh? <laughs> let's copy Europe, or not cool. <laughs> what about a 70% tax on earnings above $10 million? That's what we used to do in the 70s. I guess tax the rich. I wouldn't be in debt. The government will... Oh, Fox News. Buy a Fox. Oh, how funny. The government will take most of your earnings when you become a multimillionaire. The presidential elections are here. Will you get a second term? Four more years. Four more years. You lost the elections. <gasps> Dow Jones. Whoa! 100 points. Proof that socialism doesn't work. Ew, there are so many superfunded sites in this country. We have to clean them up or I will literally die. Oh, it's a polar bear. Uh, well, I guess we can clean them up. Many nonviolent drug offenders are still in jail due to the draconian laws from the war on drugs. You can pardon them. Well, that <laughs> that wasn't my war. Please don't institute a <laughs> lifetime lobbying ban on Congress people. If I lose my seat, how am I going to pay my bills? Well, it won't pass, but maybe later. And and that's what's so cool. You can actually uh, um, put that off, and you can answer it later. Corporations and billionaires are moving their wealth to offshore tax havens. I have a plan to stop them. I don't have time for this. Can you believe some cities still have lead in drinking water? I'll have a new Clean Water Act, please. Well, I, overblown? Hmm. I guess we're acting now on it. Cripes, Big Pharma is scamming us. What if we pegged the price of prescription drugs in those in those peer countries? I think I meant poor countries. Um, we demand police accountability. There must be... Oh, a civil rights leader is a fucking Black Panther. That's funny. <laughs> there must be criminal liability for serious police misconduct. My clients, thank you for keeping tax havens around. Their money is flying to free lands. <laughs> Here's a plan. We increase subsidies for residential solar panels. Decarbonizing industries is tragically unprofitable. We need a carrot. Eh, I only have sticks for you. Profiled, <laughs> melancholic banker. I destroyed lives. Do I deserve this golden <clears throat> parachute? 
Darn Monsanto controls and hear about all seeds. Y'all have to reform patents because this ain't working for us. Well, actually, it's Bayer now, so get fucked. What's the deal with federal workers being prohibited to strike? What about equal rights? Well, <laughs> that'd be chaos. <laughs> it, oh my God. <laughs> we have some new additions to the disposition matrix. Not an urgent matter. I'll leave it on your desk. The disposition matrix. Colloquially known as the kill list. Enemies we ought to target with drones and such. Oh, jeez. That sounds... Well, that, well, that sounds very legal. <laughs> we'll kill the kill list. Something we can agree on. Increase funding for veterans, long-term care, education, health. Okay. Let's go full euro on trains. We nationalize the railways and build a regional high-speed network. Do it. Well, it's either it won't pass, maybe later, or too ambitious. So there's really no right answer here. What about stopping all deportations for undocumented folks who live more than five years in the USA? Mala idea. Oh, mala idea, not male idea, or genial. <laughs> the left must keep the lefting by Jacqueline Magazine. Hey, Jacqueline. OMP, you're still subsidizing oil exploit exploration. Isn't <clears throat> it so 20th century? Well, <laughs> we still need oil. DARPA thanks <clears throat> the administration for the continued support of the super soldier program. What? Yeah, exactly. What is that? Weaponized post-humanism, unkillable, sleepless soldiers, animal-like enhancements, vitamins, etc. Wonderbar. (laughs) Folks are all riled up about corn syrup. That's no good for farmers. You got to raise the subsidies. Well, (laughs) yeah, okay. Wait, didn't Uh didn't you get elected out of office? How are you still? What? Yeah, I guess I don't know. I don't know. Uh oh, the rich are converting earned income into capital gains in order to pay less taxes. Now they're is tax the capital gains why are we so upset about fake news how russia manipulates social media to divide progressives my dear we could expand social security if we remove the caps on the payroll tax they just favor the very rich i mean if i do tax the rich it only goes up a small amount oh i dream of publicly funded elections voters supporting their candidates candidates with tax paid dem- democracy vouchers <laughs> keep dreaming <laughs> ISIS activity is increasing in Iraq. We assemble a multinational peacekeeping force. Is it too weird to you? Yeah, we just got out, dude. A crowd pleaser. Solar panels on the White House. Um, Jimmy Cat did it first or install? I guess install. Opening the southern border has increased drugs and human trafficking. Weren't you the one advocating for fucking open border policies? We should tighten controls? Who? What is this Fairweather fan doing in my cabinet? This is the like, same. This is the same pink flamingo that that said open border open border policy. Hey, we should probably stop the wall. Oh, now all of a sudden it's a bad thing that that we had open border policy. So you yeah, can't because fucking lay in the bed that you made. That's how the establishment class works. You do what they want you to do, and then they turn around and say, "How dare you, sir? I'm offended." Case in you point: Afghanistan. What if we rejoin the Paris Climate Agreement? It's not for real, real, but it's a nice gesture. Humbug. You know what? I'm going this. I'm I'm going absolutist. Today, no, algorithms like going nihilist. Crimes for big data, introducing predictive policing. No, too risky. Sorry, I'm no fan of inspections, but Donald Skunk. That's funny. Has lowered food standards and screwed up honest folks. Well, I guess we should raise the standards then. Why do bad guys always get away with it? Raise the penalties for polluters and pipeline leaks now. Eh, they have good lawyers. Imagine a 0.5% tax on every financial transaction. It would limit speculation and raise a lot of revenue. No. Admit it. If you want to get rid of fossil fuels, you have to compensate with nuclear. Okay, fine. Many organizations are... 
divesting from fossil fuels, you have to stop this bullying. And I'll tweet about it. Manufacturers are making recycling so painful. Hit them with a take-back program and they'll behave. Eh, they never will. Our handsome buses run on diesel. They'd be much more attractive if they were electric. Uh, bu- <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Unbelievable. It turns out when you legalize immigrants, they start paying income taxes. <laughs> a majority of Americans is in favor of stricter gun control laws. I'm a bit afraid. Are we ready to act? Yeah, let's discuss it. Maybe we could expand backgrounds checks for all gun sales, or is it too radical? Eh. We'll deal with that later. Oh boy, the midterm elections are here again. Are you ready? I strengthen my control of Congress. See, here we go. So when does this end? Does I don't know. Because I, I mean, I'll put it to you this way. The last time, I, uh, the first time I played it, I got reelected. So the fact that you're somehow still in charge yeah. continues to baffle me. Um, it would seem like your medical debt jubilee reduced defaults and homelessness probably just a correlation. Uh, yeah, no, it just keeps going. So unless you're playing I, as a new president, I don't know. No, 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 no. It's just you've either lost the election, you've won the election, or it keeps and it just keeps going after that. So I think I've gone through many rounds of doing trial and error, being both on the left and the right. Um, for for mm. listeners' sake, my bar has gone up about three quarters of the way, and my carbon emissions gas is a is about three quarters of the way as well. I'm I'm not in debt, but I'm not having a bunch of money either. So I guess we achieved the uh, I guess we achieved the dream somewhat. Um, if we can leave it at that on my end, uh, viva la revolution indeed. So yeah, we saw what worked, what didn't, and uh, I guess I learned some things about myself if I if I had the the stamp of approval. Or the veto of or the veto of disapproval. So I, I will comment just because this is something I've I've been holding on to ever since we did our ever since we did the political compass quiz. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'll just mention this very quickly before I get before I get started on my on my simulator here was I had a friend of mine who is somebody you've never met before, but she's a listener to the show. Um, she's definitely been very informed, but also for her, it's been an education getting to hear the two of us talk throughout these quizzes that we've done after the political compass quiz. She could not help, but point out to me because she, she had previously pointed out about, uh, libertarian socialism being a real thing. And I told her I would bring it up with you eventually and sure as shit, here we are after listening to that episode in particular, she did have to ask me. Does Seb know or understand socialism? Do I know or understand socialism? Yes. Yes, I do. Um, again, I, I put a, a very lengthy disclaimer at both episode one, and now I'll do it for episode 80. It's very much comedic hyperbole of what I do, okay? Yeah. Ob- yeah. And what I say. Obviously, I'm not going to be a, a gun-toting right-winger. Um, that would just be foolhardy. And I'm also not going to be a... Uh, uh, pacifist eggheading socialist as well okay there, there's a common ground that i have to find myself being in and mm-hmm. it's not to it's what am i what can anyone do but pick a centrist approach and basically adopt some poly some policies reject some policies and live your life according to how you live it you know um there's a reason why i left political science uh there's a reason why i kind of save the wisecracking for this show. Mm-hmm. I don't make time out of my day to 
state one political opinion over the other of whether or not I'm in favor of it, of, in favor of it or if I'm against it because I don't care. Right. <laughs> I, I don't no. care enough to be the quote unquote right or wrong person in the room. You know. Yeah. Textually, no, and, yes, and, and, I do. I do know what socialism is. I do know what it encompasses. I know the results. And you just well, leave it at that. You, you infer mm-hmm. your own conclusions from such. Obviously, there's more and less virulent forms of socialism over the years. There are some Correct. that have that have led to a a uh, a great amount of wealth distribution, and there's some that have paved the way for hundreds of thousands of people to be killed. Okay, that's not what we're seeing nowadays, but you know. That's history. You learn from it or you don't. Uh, there you go. So I, I guess and, I'm not and I'm not trying to sound cocky when I say this either. It's just I, yeah. I can't really spend my days thinking too much about this, really, because no, but, it would just it would just drive me insane. And to be fair, you know, I, I, I got a question about not sounding as if I valued Marx and I said no it's not that I don't value him in any way it's just the fact that I think I'm one of those people where I need something that's a little bit more closer to a modern interpretation to really get behind and I and I've said this before too to really get behind what he has to say like what does a man of the mid 19th century have to say about the 21st to which right. once again I'll bring up Mike Davis's book, Old Gods, New Enigmas, which is basically the answer to that question. So, yes, he's relevant. Yes, he's valuable, but he needs to be translated. And I think that's and I don't just mean the fact that, you know, he's German. No, it's because this was a guy who was alive when Abraham Lincoln was alive. Mm -hmm. Our our modern day politics and, and society certainly don't reflect well. Some degree they do, but they don't totally reflect Civil War era America. So right, um, and, and I right, clarified right. that with a friend of mine, and she she was like, "Oh my my mistake." But um, but anyway, I'm gonna get to the simulation.